Welcome to another episode of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I'm a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am joined by none other than the Honorable, the Reverend Joshua Ezzy. There you go. There you go, BD. Put some respect. Are we still doing this? We're still doing Slim Rap? Yes, man. I know we haven't did a podcast in two weeks. I'm still slim. We just missed one week. Oh, but still, I'm still slim. Slim Rev is a movement, bro. I might get t-shirts and wristbands made. Okay. You're going to see me on TV one day, man, selling uh, fitness product, fitness gear to reverends. Don't see that going well. Hey, a lot of fat preachers out there. Slim Rev is here for you. Okay. Well, uh, I look forward to seeing that. Uh, dude, but oh, if oh, so let it be written. So let it be done, BD. Once I say I'm going to do something, it shall be done. Okay. Let me know how that goes. I'll buy oh, you'll see how it goes. Well, thanks, bro. I got to support. You probably never wear it, but. No. To bed. I'll wear it to bed. Whoa, don't ever wear my products to bed, BD. Okay. You can wear it to the gym. No. You can wear it to the store. Nope. I don't I don't think you want let me say go go there. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we are back. Okay, we did miss a week last week. Uh the rev came down with a little something and I moved again. Long story. Anyway, we are back. Um and we are here for the people. So if you have not done so already smash don't push smash that subscribe button and hit the bell so that you get post notifications so that you know whenever we drop new content we do appreciate our loyal subscribers and if you enjoy the content share the content uh like leave comments help us grow here at the good guys podcast okay all right enough of all of that we're gonna go ahead and get started as we customarily do with the weekly airing of grievances. I've got one today that is a very relevant airing of grievance, and I need to make my point and stance known. Okay? This is something that's happened. It's very prevalent right now because I am on a, a elongated vacation. I've been off for about a month now. But it happens on a regular basis whenever I have like, you know, days off of work or, you know, you know, we get uh, in New York, we used to get snow days. It would snow and they would say, hey, stay home. Don't come to work. Here's my issue. When I'm off work, for whatever reason it may be, maybe not the weekend. I got the weekend. But if I if I call out of work or if I, I take a day off during the week or if it's a snow day, whatever the case may be, if I'm off work, I'm off work. Okay? So that means, what that means, J.E., okay. is that if I'm at home, mm-hmm. I'm not at home. Mm, that's so, that's that's so good, BD. That's good. That's good. I'm not here. <clears throat> okay? So, 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 so what happens is my wife, you know, sees that I'm off work and I'm at home 
And she sees that as an opportunity to have me do all kinds of honey-do lists and, and, and random odds and ends around the house. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, that that's not how this works, babe. I'm off work. I'm not here. This is my day off of work, okay? What I want you to do is pretend that I'm not here, mm. okay? You're asking me, you know, to, 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 you know, unclog the toilet. Let me ask you a question, babe. What if I wasn't here? Because that's what we need to be operating under here. We need to operate as if I'm not here because I'm not. I'm supposed to be at work, but I took off so that I could come home and relax, not so that I could come home and do more work. Okay, so what I want us to do is let's do an exercise here. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go back to the third bedroom. Okay, and I'm going to take a nap. And what I want you to do is I want you to use your imagination. I want you to come up with a solution as to how this can get done as if I'm not here. Let's let's do that, because that's how when I'm off work, I'm off work. I'm not coming home. Hey, I think I'll take off work so I can come home and do some more work. No. No. J.E., tell me I'm not alone on this. Bro, you, you, you're you not alone on this, B.D. I just don't understand it. I'm like, imagine me not here, but there, even though I'm here. I'm here, but I'm not here. How else would this problem get solved if I wasn't here? So why can't we continue with the previously scheduled programming and you do the things that you would do if I wasn't here? Because because it's something about the joy. I work at a school. Mm-hmm. And remember when you was a kid, BD, and you looked at the news to see if your school was at the bottom ticker? Right. When I see that CMS is closed. Oh, man. I feel like I'm a kid again. There you go. I'd be like, you know what? Today is a day for me. Mm. Monday was for y'all. That's right. Tuesday was for y'all. Absolutely. The weekend previously for y'all. Mm-hmm. And God bless me on today. See, 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 see. When you work in a school system, you don't pray storms away. That's mm. right. You pray storms to come your way mm. so that you can stay away from your employer. That's right. Right? Absolutely. And so when those day comes, you know, I'm supposed to be up under a principal, not a wife. Okay. Mm. So today is supposed to be the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice mm. and be glad in it. That's right. And not get gaining or cleaning and shopping and dressing. I'm supposed to be in some boxes and a t-shirt. Exactly. No, I don't want to go shopping. No. No, I don't want to clean nothing. Absolutely. No. Not. Nope. Because, because listen, this day was an accident, but a purposeful accident for me not to deal with incidents. Mm. Okay. So, so all we're asking is that don't, don't just think because, oh, my husband's 6'2". Oh, he's strong enough. How else would the waters get up the stairs? How else would the laundry baskets get where they are? How else would these things get done if I wasn't here? Mm. But because I'm here doesn't mean I'm here to do a list of things. Let us rest, ladies. We don't get these days often. Exactly. And I'm not talking about the weekend because the weekends don't belong to us. I get it. 
Okay, my Saturdays and my Sundays are spent doing what here, you guys you want here to you do. Go. You want to here go to the I. park. You want to frolic around in the grass here with the kids. You want to yes. have picnics and and fine dining. You know, date nights and things Let's like go. that. Let's I don't do it. necessarily care for any of that. I'll do it because I want to make my family happy. But deep down, what do I want to do? I want to sit on the couch and I want to watch whatever I want to watch and I want to take naps when I want to take naps. I want to eat buckets of chicken in copious amounts. Okay. And I want to do this uninterrupted. Okay. I don't get that on the weekends, but on these blessed days that the Lord sends my way. See, what you're doing is you're blocking our blessing is what you're doing. Okay. Don't block our blessings. Don't block the blessing. The blessing, you know, has manifested itself in the form of a snow day. The blessing has manifested itself in the form, you know, of a teacher work day. You know, so 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 when those blessings come, preach, Deacon, babe. Hey, you must operate as if I am not here. Who is your source? I am not your source. I'm just a resource. So, so when you tap into that God source, when I'm not here, tap into him. He's always available. He's on standby. He's available. He's a present help in a time of trouble. He's near the brokenhearted. That's right. So let my heart be mended Mm. in this moment of rest because we gave you the weekend. Every week. We don't, we don't get these days during a week. No, no, no. Just because it resembles the weekend doesn't mean it's the weekend. That's right. See, 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 it is the week. It's five days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Anytime we get a day within those five days, let us have them. Because the weekend's coming. It's crazy how they think of things to get done when you're home. (laughs) I'm like, that could be, that could be, you could deal with that on Friday. I'll, you know what? I'll help you with that on Saturday. <laughs> you know, you still got 15% oil life. We'll change the oil on Sunday. Right. Just because I'm off doesn't mean I'm on for you. Mm. I, listen, we just, you just, because listen, if you let us have the day, mm-hmm. we'll be rested for the weekend. Because there's nothing worse then you took my two snow days and you still ain't going to give me my weekends. That's not fair. It's not fair. I'm not here. That is our cry. That is our war cry. That should be a t-shirt. Hey, oh, it's Tuesday. Hashtag <laughs> I'm not here. So as a reminder for you, because I know ladies, it's a part of your innate nature to see a man and be like, yo, husband, yes, that's right. Can you go... The shirt, I'm not here. We need to make that shirt. That's a good shirt. That's a good guy shirt. We should make this. We should make the shirt before the, this video comes out. <laughs> the I'm not here shirt. It yeah, should I'm be an understanding between man and woman. When I Ooh. have on this shirt and I have on my lounge pants, okay, I'm not here. Okay, just let me have this day. Let me have this time. Okay, we sacrifice a lot as men. We don't get to do the things that we want to do all the time. We get to do the things that you want to do. Happy wife, happy happy life, I believe is the phrase. Okay? There is no no phrase that says happy man, happy... See? There's nothing that even rhymes with Happy man? There's nothing that goes with man. Errands? No. No. Exactly. That's what rhymes with man. 
errands. <laughs> errands. That's what y'all. <laughs> and no. that's what we get. Errands. So on those blessed days, and when we have on our I'm Not Here shirt, patented by the Good Guys podcast. Mm-hmm. Copyright, all rights reserved. All rights reserved. We are not here. We're not here. Now, now, if we come find you, now we're here. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> if, we, if, we need, if we need some tend and love and care, well, we're here. We need a here. little TLC. <laughs> we need a little TLC or a BLT. We're here, okay. <laughs> but, 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 any other reasons we're not here? Okay? <laughs> For anything else? No. Anything else? But you gotta let us come to you. <laughs> don't, don't, don't anticipate it. Right. Don't try to, <laughs> don't try to read it. our minds. No. Nope. Don't try to read our minds. Don't, don't try don't to think set the mood. No. Nope. Just because you hear a thud doesn't mean that that's me getting out of the bed. I drop my phone. <laughs> That's not me. That's me walking to the bathroom and scurrying back to the third bedroom. <laughs> Just because you hear a noise does not mean you should be poised for an opportunity to ruin my rest. Mm. And, don't, and don't worry about it. We'll we'll send you a text. <laughs> we'll text you. We won't call you. We don't even want to hear your voice. We, we love you. We love your voice. Your voice is amazing. We'll send you a text. <laughs> TLC or BLT. <laughs> That's what we're going to teach you. <laughs> and then you'll be able to put those letters. Oh, my man wants some TLC. Okay. Let me go up there and come find him. My man wants a BLT. Okay. <laughs> because we need to be ready for the weekend. Well, that was a good event. Probably none of this will probably ever happen. If you can have that shirt on all day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm She's not here. Like this. <laughs> right. You're Look here, like right? You're right here to me. Like, oh, man. They are the most disrespectful people on the planet. They'll look at you and you'll have the shirt on. You're smiling. right. Smiling. Yeah, I don't know what you talk about. That, that, <laughs> shirt, that shirt is inaccurate. I don't know what you talk That shirt does not apply to me. I'm looking at you right here. You here 360 <laughs> degrees. Uh, that, 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 and right she's walking around you. You're, You're right. here. 300. <laughs> <laughs> You're 60 degrees. In real life, <laughs> you, you are, are here. right here. Man. So you could go unclog that toilet that I clogged up for the third time today. All right. Yeah, let's get off of that. Bucket. Yeah. My wife's an avid watcher now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to get in trouble for this one, but that's okay. We do it for the people. Yeah. So try to wear your shirts, fellas. See if it works. It won't work. You have it a you have a one point you have a point zero zero one chance of that thing working. Absolutely. We're just hoping and praying. That's all we can do. All right, <clears throat> we're gonna keep it moving to a serious topic. Um, so today uh, we're gonna talk about: Are you damaged goods? Mm. Sometimes when you're thinking about getting in, you know, a relationship, um, if you're thinking about going to that next level, you know, you might want to examine yourself. You might though, you might want to look at because sometimes we, I mean, everybody has a past. Everybody has things that they've gone through, past relationships that they've been through, or situations that they experienced, you know, within their families and things like that. That could affect, you know, what you're bringing into a new relationship. So uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things to look out for. 
and how to know if you are damaged goods and what you can do about it. J.E., I'm going to let you go ahead and take the lead. Yeah, I've got pretty much a ton of notes. You can't really see it. But I want to make sure I give you guys thorough content to really process whether you're damaged goods or developed goods. So I have some points that I'm going to go through as briefly as possible, as quick as possible. And I have um, some points that I think BD would be able to chime in. And anytime BD feel like he can chime in, he can definitely chime in. But we got three questions that we're going to go through today. This is a very important topic because a lot of people are trying to be good to someone, but they're damaged themselves. Now, the three questions that we're going to address today is number one, what are damaged goods? Number two, signs that you're damaged goods. And number three, how to become developed goods. There's a difference between being damaged goods and developed goods. Let's get to the definition that I found online about damaged goods. Number one, a damaged good is an item or items that were expected to be in good condition, but were discovered eventually that they weren't. A damaged good is an item or items that were expected to be good, meaning that you went to the store, you expected it to be good, but then when you brought it home, you realized that it wasn't good. The second definition, <clears throat> which is more uh, human, more personal, it says someone who was once healthy and or normal, but isn't anymore due to unfortunate traumatic events in their life, whether physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, or drug abuse. So the definition of a damaged good is basically something that was expected. That's why you got to have discernment. Just because someone looked good or you expect them to be good doesn't mean that if you go deeper into the layers of their life, that they're not actually good for you at the moment. Maybe they'll be good for you later or maybe you'll be good for them later. But at the present moment, you're not good. Just because it looks good doesn't mean it's good for you. Sometimes the things that are not good for you are the most are packaged well are the package the best so i have some other points that i want to get to the signs that you're damaged goods now my next point people who are damaged goods are either unaware they are damaged goods or are aware but choose to remain damaged okay people who are damaged goods are either unaware they are damaged goods meaning they're in relationship they don't even know they got psychological emotional mental physical issues but they're unaware or there are individuals who are aware but choose to remain damaged there are certain people that are relationships right now that know they're damaged and choose to remain damaged and utilize you as a as a uh as a, a a resource to feel that damage that's in them now last point i'm gonna get to what i want to talk to uh Everyone has inward goodness. Here we go. I got to break this down. Everyone has inward goodness and everyone has had outward damages. Like BD said first, all of us have a past. Some of us have made our past present. You see what I'm saying? So, so all of us have inward goodness or have had or currently have outward damages. Now, Let's break it down a little bit more because I know some of y'all in y'all theological complexes are like, but Josh, no one is good. I understand where you're coming from. I'm about to ex exegete this accurately for your theological uh, understanding. Everyone has inward goodness and everyone has had outward damages or currently has. Our goodness are, or the good things inside of us are the things that God placed in us but became buried under emotional wounds, mental, mental illnesses of all kinds, and physical disease. Unfortunate for some, we will never see their goods, and for others, just a glimpse. Now, what I mean by that? 
What God has placed inside of you is your purpose, your identity, who you're supposed to be. But because of the flawedness and the fallen nature of man, by default, that goodness is entangled, is entangled with emotional wounds and trauma, mental illnesses, physical disease. And for most people, we'll never see the good inside of them. We'll never see uh, what they were here to do because all that goodness, all that greatness, all that identity, all that purpose is buried deep in emotional wounds, mental illnesses, and physical disease. And for some people, you may catch a glimpse of their goodness, their glimpse of their greatness, a glimpse of who they are. But because they're still woven in the web of, of, of issues, we'll never get to see that goodness, that good part of them developed into developed goods that is actually beneficial and able to be used and a, a blessing to others. But so many people never take the opportunity to dig and cipher through and remove all of those unnecessary emotional, mental and physical issues to get to the to the bottom floor of who they are and allow God to develop what's good in them so they can bring that goodness to the world. So 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 damaged goods to recap before we get into what I want to get to is items that were expected, items or individuals that were expected to be good in good condition, but were discovered eventually that they weren't. How many of us got into relationships where everything looked good in the beginning? And then when you went to Go a little bit deeper in your examination, you realize that that person is damaged, daddy issues, lust issues, or you realize <clears throat> deeper as you went into the marriage, it says marriage is a mirror, you then begin to realize, yo, I'm damaged myself. So I don't know if BD want to chime in there before we go to our second question, but but that's just a quick uh, definition, uh, uh, breakdown of what are damaged goods. All of us have something good inside of us, but Sometimes that goodness is entangled with a lot of nasty things that's keeping us really from delivering uncontaminated goods to companions, to, to uh, co-workers, to, to other people. So I don't know if BD, you want to chime in or we can get into the sounds of damaged goods. Um, I'm going to say go ahead and go. Let's go because this is where BD going to be able to chime in because we got a lot of points here that we have to get through real quickly. But I have another point here that says all believers are refurbished goods. There's no such thing as perfect goods. None of there was only one perfect good. And that was Jesus. He came in the flesh, died, was buried, rose again, deposited spirit into everyone that believes on him for the full salvation of their life. And it's through the Holy Spirit that we become refurbished goods where we realize that there's no nothing good in me but God. And I give my goodness back to him so that he can be glorified through it as I help other people understand who God is. But let's get to the signs that you or potentially us are damaged goods. The good guys right now, we're married, you know, so when we talk about, we just want to see if these signs play a part in your life. And you know, coach got you an acronym. <laughs> D-A-M-A-G-E-D. Okay, D. Signs that you are damaged goods, the first deal in this list, you're dishonest. Honesty is the best policy. 
If you are not honest with yourself, you not will be honest with others. If you're not honest with God or yourself, you will never be honest with others. Many of us hide behind lies. So what happens is we think that if, and that's why you should never be a person that tries to jump into a relationship and you're not whole yourself. That's dishonest. It's crazy how many people divulge information about themselves in the beginning of a relationship, but that's really not who they are. And then you manipulate a person to get into a relationship with you. And then when they realize who you really are, now you have to play two characters. Now, all you had to do was heal up or present your best self so that you don't have to worry about what person am I today. You know you damage goods when you are dishonest. Honesty is the best policy. In order for you to be good to someone else, you have to be honorable. You have to be an honest individual. You have to be honest even if it hurts the relationship, even if it hurts you. That's why the best way not to the best way not to lie is not to enter a situation that will cause you to be lie if pressed. So if you know for a fact, hey, if I go out with this young lady, if I do this with this person and I know I have a woman, I know I have a man and and you got to always think three moves ahead. Would I lie about this or would I be honest about this? And so if I want to be a a developed good for my wife, I got to make sure I avoid things that if pressed, I would not lie about. You don't know you don't know you a liar until you're pressed. So the best way not to be pressed into lying is to not enter into a situation that may cause you to be dishonest. But if you have a habit of dishonesty, then you're damaged goods. Yeah, I think that's a, a pretty clear cut sign of someone who is, you know, damaged goods if they are, you know, a dishonest individual. I think a I guess you could well, as you refer to it as a refurbished individual knows exactly who they are, knows exactly what their morals and what their values are. And so they don't have to be dishonest. They don't have to be dishonest about who they are. They don't have to be dishonest about any of their actions. Like they can stand behind everything that they do and say, because they are, they are, they've dealt with, because like you said, nobody's perfect and you're not going to get any goods that are just fresh out the box. It's just not realistic. So someone who is refurbished, who has dealt with, you know, the issues and the things that they've dealt with in the past and, and has been restored by God and has that confidence in God is going to be on uh, 100% honest about everything, their intentions, about who they are as a person. They don't have to put on a front and try to, you know, sell you that they're one way and they're really not, that they work out all the time and they hit the gym seven days a week when they're really not. Two months later, they're not working out at all, you know, so... Yeah, that's definitely, uh, dishonesty is definitely an example of someone who does damaged goods. Listen, uh, realities should be donated. Dreams are what's sold. You see what I'm saying? I offer a reality. This is who I am. I don't, I don't got no Ponzi scheme. I don't got no false advertisement. I only, I only offer what I have in stock. If I don't have it in stock, I don't offer it. And you got to be okay with that. Many people want to be dishonest because they don't feel like the real self is worth anything. When you know that you're valuable, you can be yourself because you know the right one will see the value in you and will love to be with you. You don't have to be dishonest. Dishonesty is the, is is a fruit or a byproduct of insecurity. Mm-hmm. I'm dishonest because I'm insecure about something. Right. So let's get to the second D of my list of signs that you're damaged goods. The second D, signs that you're damaged goods, you discontent. Discontent. How are you going to be happy in a marriage if you're not content in your singleness? You have to be content where you are. Content and complacency are two totally different words. Complacency means, well, I guess I'm going to settle here. I guess this is who I am. 
Contentment says I'm aware of where I am, but I'm gonna make the best use of where I am. I'm gonna grow here. I'm gonna mature here. I'm gonna develop here. I understand God's purpose for me being here. But those people who rush into relationships because they're discontent of their singleness are damaged goods. If they are, if they don't understand seasons, then they're gonna be wearing stuff out of season. You out there, ain't a cloud in the sky, but that person got an umbrella. You out there. And there's not a cloud in the sky. That person got a rain jacket on. You out there, it's 90 degrees out. That person got a turtleneck. That person's dressed out of season because they're not aware of the seasons. Even though the season is blatant in front of them, they still choose to operate in that season uh, unprepared and uncomfortable. People who are aware of their singleness, don't, don't they desire marriage, but they're not desperate for marriage because they realize what they need to get and develop in their current season discontentment and a person who's rushing let's just get let's get together let's go they're they're they don't really care about you they just care more about escaping their singleness escaping their loneliness escaping the demons that plague them and they just want someone to occupy their time so they want to address their issues listen if you discontent with this season right now then you haven't been developed in the goods that you need to be for someone else because trust me if you don't like singleness you're not gonna like marriage because now you're going to, when you get married, you're going to wish you was back single. But if you respect the season where you are, you will be able to manage the next season that you come in contact with. <clears throat> yeah, that was the main thing I was going to piggyback off on is, you know, being able to be content. First and foremost, it's it's something that you have to learn and that you have to yeah. master because there's a thin <clears throat> line between being content and, like you said, being um complacent because mm -hmm. you do have to have a certain level you want to have a certain level of ambition and you know and drive to accomplish you know the purpose that god has for you but you also have to be able to be content in where you are and, and you know understand the season that you're in like you said so someone who is discontent you know in the season that they're in if they're single and that was that's exactly what i was going to say if they are discontent right now where they're at being single they're going to be discontent being married. You have to being content is something that you have to learn. You have to understand. All right, look, this is the season that I'm in is not perfect. You know, it, it might not be exactly where I ultimately want to be, but you have to train yourself and understand and look for the positive things and look for what's real, you know, ask, talk to God and understand why he has you in this season. What can I do in this season? What can I learn? What can I get out of this season? That's right. And that causes you to be content. Okay, cool. I'm single right now. Look at what? Look at everything that I can do. God will show you this stuff. You talk to God. He's like, look, you have all the time in the world. Get this done. This is what I want you to do. Start learning this. Read this book. You know, talk to this person. Network with this person. So that's a that's a mature person who's going to be ready to step into the next phase, whether that be a relationship <coughs> or whatever it is. Like you never want to get into a relationship or anything like that from a spirit of discontentment from a, a spirit of urgency, because that's when you make bad decisions. That's when you that's settle true. for people or situations that you know in your spirit are not right for you. So when you are content, when you're like, God has me here, I'm chilling, I'm good, I'm pursuing my purpose, I guarantee you that's when that right person is going to come. So that's a big one. Yeah, man, because contentment is the byproduct of clarity. Discontentment is a byproduct of disturbance, right? And so what happens is clarity comes from conversation. You're not going to always be happy with wherever you are. 
there's not been there's not been a place where I was 100% happy all the time. Even in marriage, you're not going to be 100% happy, excited, thrilled for every moment. But when you have clarity of mind of why you're here, that came from a conversation with God, then everything will make sense and then you'll be able to go forward. There's going to be some moments where you'll feel uh, um, uh, 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 uh a part of discontentment, but I won't even call it discontentment. It's just disturbance. It's just uh, uh, you being a human. You're going to just, do you think I like everything about writing? Do you think I like everything about everything that I do? But when I have clarity of mind of why I'm doing it and who I'm doing it for, then I'm back into a content state of mind because I have clarity of mind that came from having a conversation with God. So discontentment is the disturbance of mind clarity i mean uh a contentment is clarity in mind when you distance from god you don't have conversation but when you have conversation with god god will say this is why you're here that god it makes sense let's go forward next point last <clears throat> d for this letter signs your damaged goods you're difficult you're difficult why you're difficult People, there's some people out there that's just difficult on purpose. You difficult because you inwardly disturbed. You see what I'm saying? You know you damaged goods when you can't be comfortable nowhere. Where you're not a, a joy anywhere. Where you don't bring peace anywhere. Listen, easy going is what you need to be. You got to understand that there's going to be difficult times that come, but you can't be difficult in difficulty. Because there's nothing worse than going through a difficult season with a person that doesn't know how to go through tough times. And some people make diff make good times difficult. They make going out to the restaurant difficult. They make living with them difficult. They make going anywhere difficult. Family, relationships. Listen, why are you so difficult? Why do you have to make a mountain out of every molehill? Why do you have to make things bigger than what they are? Why do you have to complicate everything? If you're that type of person, then you're damaged. And you got to you got to go deeper inside of yourself and say, where inside of me am I disturbed? Where inside of me where I'm just uneasy? Because you're not going to be a, a good, you're not going to be any good to relationship if you always make it difficult. Y'all going to the beach, you made it difficult. Y'all going on vacation, you made it difficult. Y'all on the honeymoon, you're making it difficult. Why? Why is the question? So if you're a difficult person, outside or inside difficulty, then you could be a damaged good. Now, there's going to be periods where you're just going to be, it could be indigestion, whatever. We're talking about that's who you are. You're difficult. That's a sign that you're damaged goods. I have nothing to add. Yeah. Because ain't <laughs> not, you don't yes. want to, you listen. Why? Life is too... Life is too, it has too much to offer to be difficult going through it. All right. All right, let's go to A. Signs that you're damaged good. A, you got poor anger management. Poor anger management. You damaged goods. If you can't control your anger, like you know people say control your alcohol. If you can't control your anger, you're damaged goods. The Bible says be angry and sin not. It's okay to have emotions, but it's not okay for emotions to have you. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. There are certain emotions they're okay to be. Lust is not okay to be. Greed is not okay to be. So I'm saying there are certain, certain things over here that that are default emotions from a depraved heart or from a human. 
But the basic universal emotions like anger, sadness, happiness, you can't, you, you got to be in control of those. And in order for you to be self-controlled in those emotions, you have to be uh, um, um, uh, disciplined mentally. It's okay to be upset about things, but when you when your when your anger floods into your wording, and now you're going into vulgar language, or it floods into your hands and feet, and now you're getting violent, man, you damage goods. Why are you going into vulgarity? Vo- of is that a word? Is that a word? Vulgarity? It's a word. I'm not sure if it's Ooh. used in the right context. There. Hey. I'm gonna use it in context. In context, right now, see you. You got if if your anger leads you to vulgarity, mm-hmm. or it leads you into violence, mm-hmm. you damage goods. Yeah, I mean that that's that's pretty straightforward. There, um, if you have anger uh, issues, then that's something that you need to deal with before you are considering any relationship or anything like that. Especially as a man or a woman, but definitely as a man, like because. You definitely you, <clears throat> look, man. There's nothing I hate worse yeah. than hearing about you know situations with men, you know, uh, you know, either whether verbally or physically assaulting you know uh, a female. So yeah, there's nothing. You know worse. what I mean? It, our our role as men is to make our spouse feel safe and you know taken care of and and, and provided for. So if you're verbally, if you have anger issues and you're verbally assaulting, if you're physically assaulting her, then you're doing the exact opposite of that. So if you have anger issues and that goes for men or women, that's something that you need to deal with. And there's some ladies out there that know how to push a man's buttons. And we're not talking about there are some good men out there who who got pushed to that limit. And fellas, that's why it's important for you not to get with every woman because women will will manipulate you. They will, they, will, they will push that button and then you outside of character. Never be with the person that push you outside of your character. And we're talking about if you have a genuine character. But if you're a guy out there that someone just walks by you and got too close and you ready to fight and cuss someone out, you, you damage goods. Ladies, too, if you out there popping off at, and doing your thing at the wherever you are and you want to make it, make it a scene, you damage goods. Next A on that list. Signs you're a damaged goods, you're always apprehensive. Always apprehensive. Always critical. Always, should I, should I not? You're not solid about yourself. You're apprehensive. You're, you're not clear about yourself. You're, you're, you're always cautious. You, you're always like, uh, you, you, you go into a relationship with an exit in mind. You, you, you go into it like, ah, every guy's this, every girl's that. You, you're just always apprehensive. And that's not a good person to be with. You damage goods if you're not willing, willing to take the next step in faith. If you're not willing to go forward, you can't be, you cannot be a, 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 a good to someone if you're always apprehensive. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if that's just a quick one, B. I don't know if you have anything for that one. Now, there's a difference between, being apprehensive and having discernment. There you There's go. Nothing wrong with having, you know, discernment. You don't want to just be, you know, running with anybody. But there is an extreme <clears> to, you know, on the other end of the spectrum is just being straight up apprehensive. And that's just based out of, you know, fear or past yeah. experiences or stereotypes or and that's, you know, that those are signs of damage that you need to deal with before, you know, you enter into a relationship with somebody. If you're bringing preconceived notions into, you know, your new situation, if you're bringing negative stereotypes, if you're bringing mistakes from 
past relationships into that and that's making you apprehensive about the person that God actually has for you, then that's a problem. So, yes. It's, BD, it is hard to walk in faith with someone cemented in fear. How can two walk together if one stills anchored in fear? Listen, there's going to always be places that's going to be unpleasant or uncomfortable. But if God is leading you there, the will of God will not lead you where his grace won't keep you. And there's nothing that's going to cause any more frustration or friction relationship if your husband or wife is like, we can possess the land. Remember the 10 spies was 12 spies, 10 spies. Joshua and Caleb came by, came out and said, we are well able to possess the land. But the other spies was like, no, we are grasshoppers in their eyes. What do you see when you look out? Either, either your grasshoppers to them or their grasshoppers to you. Everything boils down to perspective. There is some land out there that God wants you to aggressively take, go and possess all, go and conquer all. But if you're always apprehensive, uh, rooted in inadequacies or insecurities or the unpleasant unpleasant experience of your past, you're going to hinder a faith man and a faith woman from possessing the land that God has for y'all, but you're so apprehensive that you question everything. Some things you don't have to question. If God said go for it, he already got the answer at the end of it. Last A for this one, you're arrogant. Arrogant. There's nothing wrong with being confident, but when you take it to the next level into arrogance, you're damaged goods. You too big in your own eyes. You see what I'm saying? None of us are that dope. Pride comes for every fall. Humility comes for every promotion. You're not going to be able to offer a relationship anything good if you're arrogant. Arrogant for what? Who is you? <clears throat> Who? Why do we think more highly of ourselves than we ought to think? Arrogance it's proof that you are damaged goods. You're actually insecure. Arrogance is the fruit of insecurity. I have to puff myself up to a high platform because deep down inside, I really am not happy with myself. Yeah, that's usually what it is, just a sign of insecurity. So, but that's all I have. Let's we keep going. We got some of these. <laughs> we're only on A. <laughs> we're on we M. You're mentally ill. Okay. Now, the spectrum of mental, mental illness is is a big spectrum each and every one of us that was born into this world we're mentally ill until we get the mind of christ we're not mentally healed you see what i'm saying the mind of christ is the is the most well mind that we can have everyone that came into this world was mentally ill on some degree there's some people that are clinically mentally ill. We're not speaking on that. I'm not I'm not a doctor. I don't there's some people that's really going through some stuff, but I always tell people that mental illness is a fruit of a lack of mental clarity. Somewhere down the line, a person wasn't clear about who they are in Christ, who they could be in Christ, or who they are in Christ. So when you don't have that confidence rooted in him, then there becomes a confusion in your mind. Con, con things fused in your mind. Confusion, con, things that are not true, but lies fused within your mind, causing you to be confused, keeping you from being used. You see what I'm saying? So, so there's some mental illness where you, mental illness can be the extreme cases or the other cases of Lack of understanding of who you are, lack of knowing who you are in Christ, mentally ill, whether it's the um, whatever, 
all of us came in this world mentally ill because we didn't have the mind of Christ. The more you engage in the sanctification work of Christ, the more mentally healed you become and you'll operate from that mental place of heal, of wellness. But people who struggle with identity, who struggle with in, uh, insecurities, who struggle with uh, um, torment demonically or whatever, you're damaged goods. You, you, you're not going to be good to somebody if you don't have the mind of Christ. The highest mind to have is the Christ mind. If you don't have that mind to have the Holy Spirit feeling and developing that mind, you're mentally ill and you're going to be no good to anyone because a person who has the mind of Christ is going to mind the business of Christ. Those who are mentally ill will only become a disease to someone that's trying to do the things or mind the business of God. So let me know if you just want me to keep going, BD. <clears throat> keep going on that one. You covered that one pretty good. All right. M, mean. You just mean. Self-explanatory. You just a mean person. Goes with difficulty. A, the second, the, the, wow. The second A, signs you're damaged goods, you're not comfortable being alone. There's a big difference between being alone and lonely. Alone is, hey, I'm by myself. Lonely, my mind is overly aware of me being by myself. There's people who's lonely, but got a lot of good people around them. But because their mind is locked into the fact that they're, they're lonely or alone, that becomes the way or the glass that they look through. But those people not comfortable being alone ain't going to really be, or you, they're going to be overly in your space, or you're going to be overly in your significant other space. But you got to have a balance where you're okay with you. Are you okay with you? Could you really spend time with you? Do you give yourself quality time? We need to give ourselves quality time because if you're not, if you're not your best friend, you're not going to be able to be a friend to anyone else. If you can't take care of you, you can't take care of nobody else. Self-love leads to self-care. Self-hate leads to self-harm. Let's keep going. Signs you're damaged goods. Let me know if you want to in, uh, interject, BD. Signs that you're damaged goods. BD is a, a, a minimalist. BD's <laughs> like, listen, listen, uh, listen, just keep going. Keep going, J.E. This is your lane. But let me know, BD, if you want to chime in. G, you're a generalizer. You generalize everything. All men are like this. All women are like this. How can you be good at somebody else if you think that all men are a certain kind of way or you think all women are a certain kind of way? You cannot be generalizers because if you do so, you'll be single forever. If you do so, your marriage will be messed up forever because now you got into your mind a generalization of a person. That's not even them. But because they are gender, you believe that that's who they are. Let's keep going. Let me know, BD. Yep, I touched on some of that in another point, so I'm going to say keep going. Signs your damaged goods. E, <clears throat> you're emotionally unstable. Self-explanatory. Emotionally unstable. Next, E, unrealistic expectations. Your damaged goods, if you expect things of others that you don't even expect from yourself. You know you damaged goods when nobody can meet those standards but God. Do you know how many people are only going to be married to Jesus? Because, you, because your expectations are too high. You want someone perfect. Or, or fellas, you want someone aesthetically perfect? No woman would be a, a good for you. Man, come on, man. You can't have other expectations. You got to have realistic expectations and understanding that things change. And you got to be able to roll with those punches. Next point, low self-esteem. We talked about that in some other points. You're no good to know. You're no good to someone if you're not good to you. Or if you don't view yourself properly, low self-esteem. D, signs your damaged goods and I'm out your way. You a bad decision maker. Decisions are the fruit of disciplines. Everybody's disciplined, contrary to popular belief. 
Some people just discipline in the wrong things. Your decisions are the fruit of your disciplines. What you do daily will determine what you decide daily. What you decide daily will determine whether or not you meet or reach your destiny. And one thing you cannot be is a hindrance to someone that's progressively going after their destiny because you make bad decisions. This is for men. See, me and BD, we love we, 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 we love the podcast because we get to talk to men. Fellas, if you're going to be a leader of a home, you got to be a good decision maker. Ladies, if you're going to be able to help a good man, you got to give grace to him, even if he makes mistakes with decisions. Nobody's going to make 100% perfect decisions. There's going to be some mistakes. But if you make those mistakes all the time, you're damaged. Because look at your own life. If you make bad decisions by yourself, what makes you think you're going to make good decisions with someone else? So, you know that you're damaged goods when you're dishonest, discontent, difficult. You got poor anger management, always apprehensive, arrogant. You're mentally ill on all forms of the spectrum. You're mean. You're not comfortable being alone. You're a generalizer. You're emotionally unstable, have unrealistic expectations, they have low self-esteem, and you're a bad decision maker. These are signs. I don't know if that's 15, 20 <laughs> signs that you are damaged goods. Now, let's get to a solution. I know some of y'all are like, man, Josh, will I ever get mad? I got dents all in this can <laughs> in my life. How to become developed goods. I'm going to go through this as quickly as possible because we got a top five of the ages. How to become developed goods. And let me know, BD, if you want to interject, but I'm pretty sure you're not. So I'm going to just go through these real quickly, okay? Okay. How to become developed goods. The difference between damaged goods and developed goods. Developed goods are refurbished goods. They're able to be accepted because of the finished work of Christ. The righteousness of God is imputed on you, has now refurbished you, and now you have the right mind, the right disposition, and the right devotion to be able to be of good service or of good use of someone else. Damaged goods is a person that's just not good for that next level. They need some more time in the master's hands. Now, how to become developed goods? Number one, you must devote yourself to the only good one, and that's Jesus. In order to have developed goods, goods that can be distributed, goods that can be enjoyed by others, you got to now devote your life. God, I realize at this point in my life, I'm no good to you. I'm no good to myself and I'm no good to anyone else. God, I'm devoting my life to you because I want to be good to somebody. I want to be a beacon of light. I want to be an ambassador for you. I want to be the right. I want to be a husband that represents you. I want to be a wife that represents you. It starts with devoting your life to God. Second point, how to become developed goods. Your goods must be discovered. How many people devoted to God but don't even know who they are? Go to church, spend time with God. But God's like, bro, I'm tired of you singing praises to me. I need you to get productive for me. God, yes, God inhabits the praise of his people, but he also likes for in, to inhabit the productivity of his people. You got to discover your goods. You got to discover your purpose. Discover your... Man, some of the... It's crazy how God can birth masterpieces out of broken pieces. You see what I'm saying? How, how you'll see a kid who can draw good. You will hear a person who can sing well. You can see... It's, those are goods. And God loves to bring masterpieces from broken pieces that fell into a one piece. When you find the peace of God and you and you've been broken to the peace into a one piece, then you will be able to birth your masterpiece. But you got to discover that. 
You can't just be praising God. You got to be productive for him. How to become developed goods? You must devote yourself to the only one that's good and that's God. You got to discover your goods. And number three, your goods must be disentangled from the emotional, mental, and physical disease and must be discarded. Hold on, sorry. Your goods must be disentangled, right? And the emotional, mental, and physical disease must be discarded. In order for you to be useful, that that great personality that you have, the great people skills, the servant heart that you have, the 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 burdens you have for people groups. The only way those things can be a blessing for someone else is if you disentangle those goods you discovered from those emotional wounds, those mental illnesses, and those physical disease. That takes allowing God to put you through clinics, to push you through work workouts, to put you through places where. You find emotional peace, that you find mental stability, and that you find physical ease and discard all those things out of your life. The best way to discard emotional wounds, mental illnesses, and physical disease is to get to the root of what caused them. Most of us, the reason why we're not well, because we only treat the symptoms and not the source. Discard the source to the problem and you'll see the symptoms fade away. Next point. How to become developed goods? Your goods must be dedicated back to God and developed by him. There's so many people that's dope at what they do, but they don't dedicate it back to God. God doesn't get the glory from it, for it. God doesn't get the credit for it. Everything's about you. In order to be good for somebody else, you got to say, God, thank you for, for making me this person that's able to do these things. You get the glory out of my life. Because if you don't dedicate it to God, God ain't going to develop it. You may develop it. People have developed great skill sets, have developed great talents, but it's no use eternally. It is pointless to pursue anything without eternal value. Last but not least, and I know BD's happy. <laughs> How to become developed goods? Once developed, your goods can now be distributed and dividends can be collected. I want to get the most fruit out of the roots in my life, the most fruits out of my life. I want to be so rooted in God to find that stream so that my fruits can be the ripest so that when I distribute my the goodness that comes from God to my wife, I can reap dividends. That when I distribute the goodness of what I have in my books, in my videos, I can reap dividends. You see what I'm saying? None of those things are possible if you're not devoted if you don't discover your goods, if you don't disentangle them from emotional, mental, and physical disease, or discard those things that are causing those things to be entangled, or dedicate those things to God. If you want to be developed goods, follow those points. If you want to stay damaged goods, ignore those points. That's all I got, BD. All right. Very sound information. Very sound <clears throat> advice. And I hope that helps somebody. I'm glad we were able to talk about, you know what what it looks like to be damaged goods but also more importantly how you can become developed goods and refurbished goods so uh, hopefully that that helps somebody out and um uh, we're going to keep it moving on to a topic that is going to be an epic discussion let's go all right we are talking about a good guy's top five but we are talking about one of the most important dishes in uh, the, the, you know, the, these, the, 
I this is t- a staple. I could taste it now, B. I I could taste them now. All five. You know what I mean? All five. Hmm. We are talking about chicken wings. Mm-hmm. Okay. A very important dish. Very versatile dish. Versatile. It can be an appetizer. It can be a main entree. It can just be, you know, a Super Bowl Sunday, you know, snack. Whatever the case may be. It's never a bad time for chicken wings. Never a bad time. So what we're going to do today is what we're going to rank our top five chicken wing flavors in what should be a heated debate. I'm sure plenty of people have differing opinions on this. Hop in the comments. Let us know what your top five chicken wing flavors are. Make your voice heard. Yeah, and even if you're vegan, contribute to the conversation. I know there was a time where you were your happiest when you had these five <laughs> flavors of wings. So go ahead and chime in too. We'll love to, you know, see your distressed. By the way, that vegan train lasted all of two days. Told you, BD. <laughs> Told you. I tried to tell you that you wasn't going to be vegan long. Bruh. How did you break your vegan, your vegan, your period of veganism? What was it? I forget. The we got to that weekend. Meat. The smell of We were meat. straight during the week. We were like, all right, cool. We're going to do it. And then it got to be Friday and we was tired and stressed out. <laughs> Transitions will bring you back to meat. Yeah. Yeah. We, we ended up moving again, like I said. And bruh, <laughs> we finally got to the new crib. I was like, I'm not about to eat some lentils and some chickpeas. I want some chicken wings. And now we're here. Here we are, ranking our top five chicken wing flavors. Number five. You got my list. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for this, BD. Number five. This is a flavor that is exclusive to Wingstop. Okay. It is the Louisiana Rub. Mm, good choice. Dry rub flavor. Okay. okay. It's delicious. It's you know a good little. Well, dry rub, you know, of some heat and some Cajun spices. And put that with some <clears> ranch <throat> dressing, and nah, it is absolutely delicious. No, nah, we straight with the ranch. But I see where you come. Wings have such diversity. Mm-hmm. They can be baked. Right. They can be dry. Right. They can be fried regular. They can be fried breaded. Or they could be wet with sauce. Let me ask you this. Okay. Before we go any further. Mm-hmm. How do you prefer yours uh, out of those, you know, variations? BD, man, I didn't think I didn't think he was gonna go here. Um, I like my chicken wings breaded. I like crunch, man. I like crunch, crunch with juiciness in the middle. Okay. There's nothing worse than a dry wing. Shall these dry bones live? No, <laughs> I don't want no dry wings. I like I, I like the bite. I like the crunch. And I like to get to oh, this is good. This is good. It's juicy. It's it's ready. It's right. Nobody wants no dry wings, bro. Do you know how how angry I get when my wings are fried too hard? There's nothing worse than oh, a than a than a than a uh, damaged wing. I need my wings developed properly. Yeah, but I like. There's nothing worse. I like mine with uh, breading, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to give off my number one. But I'll tell you why I like this kind of wing because I I, I don't want to. I don't want to give off my number one. But um, yeah, man. Which one is your favorite, bro? What's what kind of what kind of wing is your favorite? Um, I think it used to be breading okay. for me, like mm-hmm. fried or whatever. But I actually really like dry rubs now. See, bro, I'm I haven't had dry rub in a long time. Uh, I think I think dry rub has its place. Dry rub is when you want flavor, right? Dry rub, but if you want texture, if you want crunch, if you just want to just taste juice, juiciness. Mm-hmm. But bro, I ain't had dry rub in a, since I went to um, Wingstop maybe two and a half years ago. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, see what dry rub's talking about. I haven't had a dry rub wing in a long time. Dry rubs are good, man. But I, the, like I said, I got a spot here where I get you know the regular kind of traditional fried, and then I got my spot. Well, Wingstop is where I go when I want you know my dry rubs. But it's stuff. nothing but like anyway. that. It's nothing like that traditional fried, bro. Oh, absolutely. See, 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 people want to leave religion. Mm. They want to leave tradition. But there's values in tradition. There's values in the tradition. My number five, but I had had an honorable mention number six, bro. Okay. Smoked wings. I know, I know, I know. Smoked is a flavor, bro. I don't think I've ever had a smoked wing. Like, Like at the barbecue joints. Like those wings, the smoked ones. I never get chicken wings at a barbecue joint. I do. Okay. <laughs> so my honorable mention number six, smoked wings. There's nothing better. Well, no. Uh, was it? Oh, Bobby O's wings wasn't smoked, was it? Those were smoked I think wings. That was. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh, you never. I never had those. Yeah, those was good until Bobby O's burnt me. <laughs> never forgave Bobby O. Like the dude, but whoever messed up me that day, it is what it is. My number five, and I know a mm-hmm. lot of people right now, including Rick Ross, is mad at me. Number five on my list is lemon pepper. Mm. Lemon pepper is number five, BD. Lemon pepper at number five. It's because I've, listen, BD, lemon pepper should be higher on my list. It should mm-hmm. be a good three. But right. not everybody do lemon pepper right. Sometimes it'd be too lemony, too peppery. This is fact. See, man, lemon pepper is the type of wing that you can mess up and don't even know you messed up because you you ain't going to taste the wing and put it on my plate. Right. Man, lemon pepper, oh, it's good when it's done right. Just just subtlety. When are we going to get back to subtleness? Subtlety. Right. Right. Bruh, I don't need to see my chicken look like it's like, like I see the salt. I see, I see the flavor. No, a subtle mist. Like the dew in the morning, gently gently rest upon my wings. (laughs) I just want my lemon pepper seasonings to gently rest. Mm. Lemon pepper pepper is one of the most polarizing flavors, I think. If it's done right. Oh, it's amazing. And they have to be eaten fresh out of the grease. Mm. Man, a uh, stale lemon pepper. Mm. But when that thing is hot and fresh and done right, lemon pepper might be number three or number two on my list. Yeah. When done right, lemon pepper has the potential to be the best wing flavor, period. But nine but times out of ten, bro, it's done wrong. Sometimes people do it wrong. I don't 
I don't want like a really strong lemony flavor. Yeah. Because then I, I feel like, you know how you have like lemon pepper, like catfish and lemon flavor? Like I feel like I start to feel like I'm eating fish. Like I don't want too yeah. much lemon. You nah, know, it's, just, it, it's too strong. Just a hint of lemon. Gently rest. And then a good strong peppery, you know, seasoning with it. 70, no, 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 80, no, 90, 10. Maybe 80 20. 80 20. 80 20. 80, 20. There we go. 90. Now you don't want that. 80 20. 80% pepper, 20% lemon. Yeah. That's a yeah. perfect ratio for lemon pepper wings. What's your number four, BD? Number four for me is honey hot wings. So basically, what it is is it's just, you know, their wings are fried. And then they are like basically like drizzled in honey. It's like just it's just honey and hot sauce is all it is. I never had that, BD. It's really good. That's at Wingstop. No. See, it's actually see. No, it, it, some wing places have it. I know there was a wings uh, place in Raleigh that was called Honey. It's like Honey plus Hot or something like that. But anyway, equals it's what? just fried. <laughs> Sorry, Honey plus Hot equals what? I don't know. Come on. I think that was it. Honey plus hot was the name. I could be wrong. Anyway, it's just fried chicken wings drizzled basically in honey and hot sauce, which I have I've uh, adopted. Anytime I get fried chicken now from Bojangles or wherever it may be, I always get honey and I get hot sauce. Josh, it is a combination. I changed my wife's life. I changed my wife's life. Where'd you get the honey from? If I go to Bojangles tomorrow, where do I get the... Do they have honey there? Yeah, just ask them. I'm pretty sure. I I don't know. Yeah, Bruh, just ask them. BD. But I know when I go to Popeye's or any other place... Bruh, bruh, how dare you? I don't have Bojangles out here, so... Still don't go. Churches, wherever. There you go. You ask them. They always got honey, and they always have hot sauce. Drizzle some honey on the fried chicken. Gives it just a nice... A sweet crunch to go with the saltiness of the breading and then you put some hot sauce on there josh matter of fact they do have it at bojangles because uh the last thing i ate in charlotte when i came to your wedding before i got on the plane i went to bojangles and i did it there oh it was bruh honey and hot sauce bro this might end the slim rev movement <laughs> you mean to tell me <clears throat> oh man I'm going to go to Bojangles. Uh, my wife's watching this, but by the time she's watching it, the damage has been done. <laughs> by the time she watched this clip, the damage has been done. J.E., I Bruh. need an update when you do this. Bruh. Because I'm telling you. Bruh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go inside. I'm not going to the drive-thru. I'm going. They need to see my face. They need to see how serious I'm. I'm going to look them in the eye. I'm, I'm going to look at the pot, the pan right there, that big pan. Nah, nah. Get, I'll, I'll wait 20 minutes for some fresh, fresh thighs. Give me, give me two fresh, hot, steaming thighs. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get fries. Don't even get it twisted. But don't put, don't, no, no, separate them. Come from among them and be separate. Mm. Hey, I'm gonna tell those fries come from among them because we're about to baptize these thighs and some, mm-hmm. bruh. I'm just gonna pour honey on them jokers. Mm. Forget, oh, 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 it's already spicy. Do I need hot sauce, BD, with bojangles? Not a lot. You don't need a whole lot. And you don't need a whole lot of honey. Don't 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 cut the package over open just all the way wide. Just a little slit and you just drizzle. 
Bojangles chicken with honey on it. <clears throat> the only problem, though, I'm gonna bring my own honey. I'm bring my organic honey from the house. Nah. <laughs> if I'm gonna listen, 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 I want my Bojangles box to be undefiled. So what I'm gonna do is, even though I I'm, can't vouch for how it's gonna taste, then can't vouch. Well, I'll pray. Okay, 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 okay. I can't vouch. I got you, but bro. I'll pray over the honey. I'll pray over this meal an extra twenty seconds. Okay. There you go. You don't have to use a whole lot, bro. Don't don't drown don't drown it in the honey, bro. It's not like waffles and you're putting syrup on it. Bro, I don't just want. I don't want. I don't want to be Catholic with my baptism. I don't want to sprinkle my chicken. I want to immerse. Mm -mm. So I want to go evangelical with it. I want to go Baptist with it. Mm -mm. So don't baptize it like that. Do the Catholicism way. Catholicism. That's okay. the route you want to go with this one. I'll be Catholicism. You just want to. I'll be Catholic with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just let the honey just, just a few drizzles, you know, just let it sink down into the skin of the, the golden How skin many seconds should I wait, BD? Because I got to let it fire. I got to let, I got to let the anointing flow. Yeah. You want to let it sit. It doesn't take a whole lot of time. 30 seconds to a minute. Just let it just, just let that's it tough. sit that's, in that's, that's tough to do. Oh, I could get to the, I could do the fries while I wait. There Grab we go. you some fries. There, go. there you go. There we go. Number four, honey hot wings. My number four BD. And when I taste these, oh nah, my order's off. Number four on my list, honey barbecue. Okay. Simple, no next explanation needed. Honey barbecue. That's that's everybody's top five. It's not in my top five. Hmm. Well, that theory's out the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that thing is out the window. <laughs> You're so casual about don't, that. Don't, listen, I'm okay with being wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Hey, you're not damaged goods. I'm not damaged goods. It, listen, that's another point. You're so, secure. You, you're secure. I'm secured. If, if I'm not going to fight Beatty to the death <laughs> to bring honey barbecue in his list, if, it, if that theory's See, wrong, that's a prime example of refurbished goods, right there. Right there. If I'm okay, I'm okay with being wrong. If I mess up, I messed up. <laughs> well, that theory is <laughs> Well, just like that, we go to the next topic. <laughs> Honey barbecue wings only for nostalgia. Okay. Only because that was what I was probably introduced first outside of the plain wing. This is true. Honey barbecue was always there. Now, come on, y'all. I don't like my wings wet like like wet, wet. That's why I didn't put teriyaki on my list. Some some wings, I'd be like, man, don't <clears throat> like don't overdo it. Mm-hmm. I like my honey barbecue and my number three. I'll tell you that a little bit later. But my honey barbecue, I just like subtle. I don't okay. I don't want it all on my hands, bro. I just want to be able just to taste it. But I, I want to get to the to the fried too. I want to taste the chicken too. I just don't want to taste sauce. That's all I'm saying. Right. Yeah, I'm not really big on wet wings anymore. I'm not like either, I, bro. I'm not now. My number one is a wet wing, but is is it really wet though? You'll find out soon. So number four number for three. me. Number four for oh okay yeah go ahead BD. Uh, number three for me mm-hmm. is actually just a plain fried chicken wing. Okay. Okay. No sauce. No sauce. Oh, no drip. I mean, it has its place. You know what I mean? If we're talking about chicken wings. Sometimes you just want, you know, that whole chicken wing with the leg and the uh, the 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 uh, the flat attached, oh, yeah. and just fried chicken wings, and you just, you know what I mean? 
there's a time and a place for that. Yeah. So out of respect, I had to put that on the list. It's at number three. My number three, BD, when I taste these, it was good. Honey garlic wings. Mm. Have you had them? At Wild Wings? Yes. Well, not Wild Wings, but um, Wingstop? I'm a girl. They got them at Wings? Yeah, yeah, that's what I had. Oh, they're, they're the, uh, the sauce. Sauce wings? Yeah. Honey garlic. I don't think I actually don't think I've actually had those. I I'm a fan of garlic, bro. I just yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like garlic, man. I like garlic, and when you put honey with it, it just gives a a balanced taste. A very balanced taste. I need to try those. Yeah, try them, bro. They're good to me. <clears throat> so that's my number three, because they're good to me. Okay. Number two. Lemon pepper. I wish I could make it number two. Lemon pepper when done right. Oh, man, oh, man. I mean, you know what I mean? Like when it's done right. And I go to Wingstop most of the time and they pretty much do it right. It's not too lemony. It's good, strong pepper taste. Just a hint of lemon. And when it's done right, it's just the the, the, the subtleness of the tang and then the pepper the the, the 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 combination of those two is just a perfect just party just erupts in your mouth who was the first With person the... that put that together i don't know i'm sh- i'm sure their mind minds are being that person's mind has been studied at harvard <laughs> princeton they studied they they're like how could you put two simple things on the far ends of the spectrum pepper and, z- and lemon? Right. Like, what would cause you to think to put those two things together, but yet, when brought together in holy matrimony? Bruh, this makes me want to ask God, what is the next two flavors that I should put together on a wing? Mm. Someone put honey and barbecue together. Mm. Some people put honey and garlic together. Lemon and pepper mm. together. What's the next wing combination because I want something named the Joshua Ezzy. You know how Arnold Palmer, mm. you know what I'm saying? I want something named in every restaurant. <laughs> I want a beverage or a meal that's named the Joshua Ezzy. I don't think it's going to work. No, it's going to happen. doesn't roll off the tongue like Ar- Arnold Palmer. Arnold actually. Pal- actually, Arnold Palmer doesn't know. roll off either. That does not roll off the tongue at all. It's actually very on, difficult baby. to say. That theory needs to be out the window. Yep. The Joshua Ezzy burgers coming to it. The Joshua Ezzy wing. The Joshua Ezzy something is going to be like, wow. People going to be like, this Joshua Ezzy is pretty good. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> My number two. I, it's tough for me, these first two. Okay. They're, they're, they're two of my favorites. Mm. So, BD, if I'm really honest with myself, I'm going to go ahead and give you both of them. If I'm really honest with myself, mm-hmm. number two is mild buffalo and number mm-hmm. one is plain. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Plain is plain, bro. Plain, bruh. 90% <laughs> of our wing consumption, to a degree, is plain. It's true. So I, it's hard for me because right now I'm in a mild buffalo season in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, I'm in, okay. I'm in a good mild, but and, uh, and, and so it depends on where I'm at in my life. Would determine what's number one and two. So it's like they're interchangeable. 
But my okay. I, I like my mild buffalo not dipped in sauce. No, don't don't I don't want no drip. Okay. Okay. I want it almost like it was cooked that way. Okay. I know what you're talking about. It was made that way. Mm. That's why I like I don't like it when it's cooked plain and then dipped in hot buffalo sauce. No. Right. I want it when them two was in the oven together. Mm. When they were cooked as one flesh. That's right. One flavor. One band, mm. one sound, one flavor, one, 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 one flavor, one flesh. We just went drum line. Yes. And the Holy Bible. Drums, drum legs. See, and that's how I like my buffalo. When I come to a wing place, I'm like, you just dip some plain. No, no, no. That's lazy. You're not, <laughs> you're not from the culinary uh, persuasion. Mm-hmm. You don't know your science. You think I'm stupid? That I didn't see you dip the plane in some, and you did this. Mm-mm. Now that that has its place. If I need my wings quick, right? But man, I love my mild buffalo wings when they are made in one place together. Mm-hmm. But number one, BD, mm-hmm. goes to the plain wing. Okay, it's a, a subtlety of salt, pepper, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bruh. Plain number one, BD. But in this right. season right now, number one is Buck Mile Buffalo. But if I was to really be honest, I've had more seasons of Plain than I had with Mile Buffalo. Okay. What's your number two, BD? I'm not a huge fan of Buffalo Wings. They're not on my list at all. What? Um, I don't know. What, BD? Just, like, what's wrong? They just have never done it for me you, like that. You probably no. Have you had them when they're cooked together as one flesh, one Gosh. flavor, one flesh? I lived in upstate New York. I actually went to Buffalo, where hmm. the buffalo wing was invented. Mind and blown. Had buffalo wings. I didn't know it was made up there, bro. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Buffalo, to, New York. Not to visit. Yeah, and they were good. They were really good. I don't know why, but buffalo wings just don't do it. You don't like spice? Did you know that buffalo sauce is just red hot sauce with butter? Genius. <laughs> Genius. That's all that's all I can say. Genius. Butter that's all it is. butter mixed with anything. No wonder it's so succulent. Mm. I don't know. It, it why? Do why? Like, like it, is it because it's spiced? Um I mean, a lemon pepper wing is kind of no, not spicy. No, none of the wings, yeah. none of the wings you shared with us today was spicy. Louisiana rub has, is kind of spicy. Oh, you like spicy? I mean, it's okay. not hot spicy. You like spicy rub, not spicy sauce. Right. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. I mean, I, I respect it as long as there's some spice somewhere, BD. As long as there's yeah, some spice absolutely. in your life, that's all that matters to me. You gotta have some spice in your life. You gotta have some. Know. The good guys always got spice in their life. Look, look absolutely. where we at right now. Spicy. All right. Um, <laughs> number one. You're supposed to support me, BD. You're supposed to hold me up. Moses, you want to hold sure. my hand up so we can win the war. I wasn't sure where to go with that one. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody laughed. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Spicy. Yep. Good guy's podcast. Um, number one for me is garlic parmesan. I wanted to, I, BD, BD, you don't understand how bad I wanted to. Garlic Parmesan 
it's it's like lemon pepper. I had a mm-hmm. I had a bad experience. Oh, I'm sorry. When you have a bad experience with too much garlic and too much parmesan, like I'm like, bruh, I think what happened was they put the whole thing in my box, in my mm-hmm. in my chicken wing at Wingstop, and it was just mm-hmm. too much sauce. <laughs> Too much sauce. Too much sauce. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, bruh, I just felt like it was it got nasty, bruh. One thing about mm-hmm. garlic parmesan. Hold on, BD. Mm-hmm. Should I should I should I put garlic parmesan? Because the first time I had it, I did the J.E. drop and lean back. <laughs> if it made you do that, then I feel like it has to be on the top five. It has to be in top five. Nah, it's top five. I, I that, but the last experience, you know me, BD, mm-hmm. burn me once, I'm done. <laughs> Only once is all it takes. All like you once. do not give second or third chance. I'll give a second or third chance if if I just think y'all had a bad day, mm-hmm. or if I just think you know what I cannot give up on Bojangles. There's there's about there's three places that I will always give a second, third, fourteenth, fiftieth chance. Wow. Because you just can't let them go. Who am I without Bojangles? <laughs> Who am I without Waffle House? Mm. Those two places, I can't think of a third. Who am I? What matter of man am I without... How could I ever quit on Bojangles? How could I? <laughs> how could I... How could I never get a double waffle again? How could I? Mm. I'll take those bubble guts and have the guts to go back in there, bro. There are some places that you just have to sacrifice the bubble guts for. I've got two or three restaurants that they give me bubble guts every time, and I just they give go you ahead bubble and plan guts every time. Yeah, who gives you bubble guts every time? To be honest, it's just barbecue places. Barbecue Barbe- that, as a whole. I think that's the reason why bubble guts every BD, time. I think that's the reason why I like barbecue. Because sometimes the meat comes out cold, room temperature. I'm like, bruh, are they sandwiches ever? Like, I don't know, bro. But there's just certain places, man, that it doesn't matter. And and that's just Chick-fil-A I can give up on for a season. There's places I may give up for a season. But Bojangles, Waffle House, and whatever, I think those are the only two that I could I could never, never walk away from. I'm forever, forever connected to those two places. <laughs> That's why I would be slightly, slightly, God hear me close, I'll be slightly disappointed if those mm-hmm. two establishments are not up in heaven. Slightly. Now I get over it because I'm in heaven. All I got to do is right. look over the cloud and be like, ooh, okay, I'm good. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I can eat berries and fruits all day. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy, God. Guys, I know you're not. Some good fruit, God. I'll be so mad, God. Be like, bruh, why are you still up here? To f- Don't you know the wings are in the back? <laughs> I'm like, bruh, <laughs> take me to the wings after you take me take to the king. Take me to the, the wings. wings. <laughs> Take me to the way. Once I get to heaven, BD, I can't wait to dap up God. Geo, good luck, man. I made it. Wow. First off, when I get to heaven, I'm gonna be like, yo, like, did I make it? Make it? Or is it like, like, what do you mean? Because you know, when you get to heaven, you know, you're gonna be like, am I have my judgment? Is my judgment over? 
Right. I don't want to get up there and you be like, heaven's dope. And then you, he pushed a button and you go down this little tunnel and you in hell. I need to know. Just take me straight to hell. I don't, I know I'm not going, but I don't want to get to heaven and I'm smiling. God's looking at this paper like this. Guy, you ain't going to look at me, God? Like, what's up? It's me. God's like, ooh, is that looking good for you, son? Hey, I don't know if this is like scriptural or not. I just remember they used to tell me this when I was a kid, but they would always say that when you go to heaven, God's going to, you know, uh, replay all of your sins and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't remember who told me that. And I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if that's scripture. Nah, it's not, bro. I hope that's not true. Oh, it's not. Cause I'm like, because God, there's nothing worse than me getting to heaven. <clears throat> and I don't know whether I'm good or not. <laughs> and you're playing all of my sins. I'm like, okay, so technically these are, these are covered, right? My, my insurance policy. <laughs> I accepted you as, oh my as God. At the age of five. I accepted you into my life. So these are covered, right? And I know Bruh. you're playing all of them. God. Am I good or not? Kid? God. First, matter of fact, just let me know yeah. like if I'm good or not. And then if you want to review these sins, we can, you know, I can go into detail of each one of these specific incidents. But just let me know if I'm good first. Because if we're just sitting here watching all these sins, I'm feeling like that I'm going in another, uh, another direction. That's why you better get right while you're here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I doubt that's what's going to happen, but I'm going to be prepared. I want, <laughs> I want God to treat me like a ballless life. <laughs> Like a baldest life highlight compilation <laughs> of high school players treat me like because i know they have more turnovers than highlights that's what i want to see when i get to heaven oh i did do that oh show me a baldest life a slams high school what else mm-hmm. what else be showing just number highlights don't serve no turnovers baller vision baller vision show me that show me my highlights i know i had a bunch of turnovers god <laughs> but I know I got buckets down here, though, God. Guy, that's right. one thing you know. I got, I averaged about, I averaged, I'm God. Boy, you talking about desperation. I'm going to be telling all my, God, I did 100 videos a week, uh, um, a year, God. God, like, I ain't had sex, God. God, I know I got, I know I'm in. Because I didn't, I didn't get to enter in when I was, <laughs> there was many years where I didn't get to enter in, God. I know I'm entering in here. Or send me back and let me, if I'm going to go to hell, bro, let me know now. Bruh. I'm just, just joking. Just let me know. Just, we don't have to review all of this. Like, if I'm going, then. <laughs> let me live it up here, bro. If I, if, if I don't want no surprises, because that's just the number one scripture that scares me even to this day. When the Bible says, many in that day will say, Lord, Lord, have I not done this and that in your name? And Jesus mm. looks him in the eye and say, depart from me. I never knew. Woo-hoo-hoo. When I get to heaven, I want to hear partake, not depart. <laughs> oh, God, I, I got saved all over again. <laughs> oh. I just was looking over here. Is my Bible still over there? I might have to crack that up. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go read this tonight. <laughs> Let me go ahead. Man, do you know the Bible said they cast out demons. They rose people from the dead. They healed the sick in his name and they didn't get in. I said, mm. God, did it. Shall any man enter? Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. <laughs> Sobering into the podcast. <laughs> hey, get right or get left. That's all I got to say. Get right or get left. Why you got air in your lungs? This is my this is my nugget of truth. Yeah, go ahead with that. <laughs> Why you have air in your lungs? Talk to God. Why you have air in your lungs? 
getting right with God. While you have time and have life now, embrace the life that was given to you and accept the sacrifice of Jesus for your sins and accept him in your life. Because there's going to be a lot of people that think they're saved, but not. Hell is going to be full of Christians. The only people, Christians don't make it to heaven. Converted ones do. Have you been converted? Or are you just a Christian by name? That's all I got, BD. Some deep stuff right That's there. deep. But uh, but it's true. And somebody needed to hear that. So Yeah, man. The Holy Spirit led us to this point because some of y'all think y'all are Christians. Y'all just checked the Christian on the box. But you haven't checked Christian in your heart. Don't. Man. Christian cannot be just a title. It has to be a testimony. Woo! Oh, my Lord. Let me stop. Let me mm. stop before we have church over here on a good guy's podcast. We're going to have a revival. Hey. Mm. Woo. Yeah, man. Yeah, we 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 did not have that planned <laughs> in our topic. So that was not us. <laughs> if you needed to hear that, then get your life right. Get your life I right. I will probably be in my word tonight just to make sure. I know. What but I'm anyway, doing. I don't want you to be because listen. When I make it over, I'm done working. If you ain't in heaven with me, I'm gonna eat my wings. I'm like, look, he should have got right. She should have got right. <laughs> we told him. We tried to tell me September the tenth. <laughs> September the tenth. We told you. Get right or get left. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it, whether it was entertainment, whether it was a laugh, or whether it was some substance that you needed to apply to your or life. Or conviction. Hey. Mm, or conviction and repentance. Repentance. Whatever the case it was, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you have not done so already, hit the subscribe Ooh, button and hit the bell. Yeah, I struggled. I got it out though. Hit the bell so that you get post notifications as well. Okay, hop in the comments and interact with us. Let us know what your top five wing flavors are and let us know uh, what it was that you got from uh, the, the, the message that we had today about baggage and damaged goods um share the content like the content um help us grow here at the good guys podcast other than that i am a happily married man a humble father of four he is uh, the slim rev uh he is a a happily married man as well i guess sure what bro i'm happy (laughs) ever trying to set me up like that babe i am happy to be with you Yes, I'm gonna make. I'm still gonna make the I'm not here shirt, but I'm here for you. Absolutely. All right. Anyway, as usual, we are the Good Guys Podcast. That is all we've got for this week. We are out. Peace.